hot takes. Pepperoncini. Pepperoncini. And now the Pepper and Genie Show with Darren Atkins and Ken Stroh. All right, take it, fellas. <laughs> there it is. That's the open. Okay. And welcome in to the Friday edition of Pepper and Genie. Plowsy Iggy with you. Uh, yesterday was kind of a joke. Uh, if you didn't get it, well, it wasn't like we didn't want to do it. We had things to do. So instead of not doing a podcast, we said, let's just have a little fun with it. We'll do a quick one, say goodbye to Licks. There was more than zero effort given because zero effort would have been not doing it. And so we did something. Yeah, we were going to not do it. I said, oh, let's just have a little fun. We'll do a minute and a half one, have a little fun, and we'll get out of here. We apologize to our sponsors. Yeah, well, just let me know who they are and we'll <laughs> thank them. Um, but today, I came up with one today, Plowsy, because something happened last night. And I love this one, by the way. Um, I was sitting out on the breezeway, and something happened with a neighbor. So I thought, let's do a topic. You and I have both moved around a little bit in our, mm-hmm. in our lives. You more than me, and I'm... I'm in 10th apartment, but I've signed another years older than you, and you've lived in more apartments than I have. Um, but let's do one, and not just, not just bad neighbors, but good neighbors, but just some yeah. memorable neighbors you've had over the years in some of your places. Um, I'll tell a story from last night, because it kind of took me aback. Um, this is a fairly new neighbor. Lives uh, where the Asians used to live. Maybe she knew that I ransacked their apartment, I don't know. The um, but I really haven't had a, a really good neighbor right across the hall from me in a long time. Um, that's somebody I partied with or had fun with or chatted with all the time. Drinks, like cookout. Yeah, barely you know, a word. Something. But we've been friendly with each other. She moved in, I don't know, a month or so ago, and I welcomed her to the building and said hi to her, and we chat a little bit. When she comes in, I'll say hi. And because I usually, if it's kind of hot outside, I'll sit in the breezeway instead of my patio. Well, I was sitting there last night having a cigarette. And she walked in with two Target bags and a mirror under her arm. And I said, hey, how you doing? I said, need some help? She goes, no, I'm fine. I said, okay. So she goes inside, comes back out, shuts the door, locks the door, goes to her car and gets a couple more Target bags, puts the bags down and locks the door, goes inside, puts the bags and comes outside, locks the door again, goes back to her car, which is 20 yards away, Got more bags, walked inside, and shut the door. Came out again. So it's like seven bags, and I offered to help. But what threw me for a loop is, even though we know each other, not well, but I'm a neighbor, she locked her door to go back to her car as if I was going to go into her apartment and steal something. That is the only reason to lock the door, because if she's afraid of somebody else going in there, I would have stopped them. I said, hey, where are you going? You don't live there. She was afraid I was going to go in, even though she could see me from the car to her place, that I was going to go into her apartment. That kind of offended me that she thought that little of me that I would, she had to lock her door in and out going, bringing bags in. And we're talking Maryland Heights, by the way, correct? I mean, we're not talking North St. Louis, not North City. I mean, this is Maryland Heights. I'm a neighbor. And that's a personality trait. I walk my dogs frequently in the evenings, you know, and I'm, I'm in the city or whatever, and so... I'll have people, like, kind of get out of their car and park their car as I'm kind of walking near. And I don't like the people that do that, like, lock it eight times, like, and just continue. That's basically a signal to me that, hey, it's locked. You're not going to steal this thing. It's just so annoying and uncalled for. I do all the time, but I just have this little thing where I have to hit it four times. I don't know why. I just have to hear it 
beep, 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 beep. I have to hear it lock four times. Which is fine, but these, yours is quiet. The loud, obnoxious, did it, did it. Yeah, it's, it's. I'm good on that. But yeah, I will go with a good neighbor because I didn't want to completely trash all of mine. My current neighbors right now are phenomenal. They're a gay couple. Both guys are phenomenal. Um, so we've been there going on two years. We have watched their dogs when they're on, you know, vacation or, you know, on Thanksgiving break, with, you know, with their family. They just recently helped watch our little one while we were in Montana for two weeks. They watered our plants. It's people that, like, well, I, you can actually hang out, talk with. Um, you know, they smoke weed, too, which is phenomenal. And one of them is a phenomenal piano player, like tremendous piano like Chase player. Chase Richards, kind of. It, it is very similar Ask to his name. Maybe it's Chase. I, I he will, was gay and piano player, and I haven't seen him in a while. Dude, we are they're below us. We're upstairs, which I always apologize in advance. We do have three dogs. Um, so we're up above them. But you, like in the afternoon, you can just hear just absolutely beautiful piano playing. Not hard rock, heavy metal, not keg party till four in the morning. The only sounds they make are with their dogs, which I don't care one bit about dog noises, and a piano. So I thank them very much. It was easy to sign a new lease. We love our landlord, but love our neighbors even more. So I've had some horror stories, but I'm starting out with a really good one. Alex, you're my boy. That's one of the gay guys. He's the piano player. I haven't had so since, uh, well, there's three tiers to our, there's three floors to our building. And uh, I haven't had really great neighbors since Chris, uh, Glenn, and Dee lived there. And Chris lived right above me, and Dee and Glenn lived above him. And we did a lot of stuff together. We'd have, you know, drink on my patio. We'd play trivia nights together, golf together. Uh, did a lot of stuff together as neighbors. Um, but since then, I've had a lot of neighbors that really don't converse. Uh, they're not mean neighbors. Uh, the Puerto Rican who lived upstairs in Caddy Corner from me, who I gave extra fish to, uh, <laughs> she was a sweetheart. She moved out, um, and we would chat. Was that Ashley? Uh, no. Oh. Ashley, Ashley lived across, she wasn't a neighbor, she lived across the okay, grass. Okay, across the way. Gotcha, and the, gotcha. it wasn't even our compact. That's, those, that's Bennington Heights. Um, well, she was cool, but we didn't really talk that much. Um, but there was one that... And I, I just signed my 19th lease in this place, so I have a lot. I've had a lot of neighbors. You got a lot of equity into this place. Yeah, I mean, I could have bought a house three times over for what I've I've wasted on fucking rent. Um, but she was a Russian, and she had to be late 20s. And she had a husband who was kind of a heavy set, looked like a bowling ball Russian cab driver, <laughs> and she hated him, hated him. And we kind of hit it off where when he would go drive his cab, she'd come over. Can he sit on the patio? That's a terrible Russian accent. I can't do a Russian accent. I, I like the effort. At um, least that yeah, well, I'll just do any accent. It's not no, Russian, but it's not American. It's usually Ned Reynolds yeah. or Johnny Johnson. <laughs> hey, gee, want to have a drink? <clears throat> um, but every time, it was almost like five nights a week when he'd leave to drive the cab, she'd come over. And whether we'd have something to eat or open a bottle of wine or sit on the patio, whatever. And I was getting these signs like, she wants it. She would talk about how her husband hates her or how she hates her husband. She goes, I don't even have sex with him. On his birthday, I give him a blowjob. That is the only time I'm even in bed with him. I hate him. I said, why don't you divorce him? I can't. I have no I have no money. I, I don't work. Eh, whatever. But there was one night that she, she walks in and we're on the patio and she goes, uh, going to get a, a drink or something. And she goes, 
do you like my new panties? And she pulled her pants down and showed me this thong. She goes, do you like the little ribbon on the end? I go, lovely. And I started to massage her butt. She goes, Kenny, what are you doing? What are you doing? We're just friends. I said, you're showing me your ass. And then like a week later on the patio, she goes, my shoulders hurt. Will you give me a massage? And she like pulls her sh- shoulder straps down a little bit. I give her a massage. I said, hell with this. I went to the boobs. She goes, Kenny, Kenny, what are you doing? I said, you've got to stop with this shit. You're showing me your ass. You want a back rub. And now you're, you're, you won't do anything with me. You're I the mean, gay friend, it was, baby. it was amazing. And then one night she comes, she goes, I have some pictures I show you. I don't know if I should show you. My boobs are in them. It was from our holiday at a beach uh, in Slovakia, whatever the hell it was. I don't even know if there's beaches in Slovakia, <laughs> wherever the fuck she was. And then she goes, oh, you saw my boobs. She showed me a picture of her topless on the beach. I go, what the fuck are you doing? This has got to stop. Ultra tease. I said, I said, we're either having sex or you've got to stop with the boobs and the ass and the playing around with me. We can just be friends, but stop teasing me. And it just, I don't know, it, she moved. She had a kid. And she goes, and she was pregnant. It just, I don't know where I just started showing. I said, are you pregnant? She goes, yes. I said, I thought you didn't have sex with him. And that was his birthday. Instead of the blowjob, I let him have sex. And God forbid, I had a baby. This kid, he was like three years old. We go, we go, she got back from shopping. And she pulls up, and she has all these groceries. And I try to help. Like the, the neighbor last night, I was just trying to be helpful. Um, so I carried her groceries in and the kid goes inside and we go back out to the car to get, um, the more groceries and come in and the kid just, the kid just shit on the rug oh. and she goes, I don't know what to do. It's like a dog. She goes, well, I don't know what to do. He, he takes his pants off and shits on the rug. I said, I don't know. Rub his nose in it. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I don't have any kids. And this kid is like, oh, he was the most cried all the time. Shit on the rug. I said, this girl hates her husband. I, she I don't even think she wants to be a mom. They moved out, and I just, uh, I didn't really have to pay attention anymore. But that was, I guess it was a good neighbor. We were friendly. But it was such a big prick tease that I, uh, I, I, I just said, this has got to stop. Yeah, I, cu- I couldn't deal with that. Especially the, always accents kind of gets you more involved and more interested. You know, you see, you see them as more exotic than your typical, you know, one-night stands or what have you. I'll go with a horror story. This is my least favorite. I hated this couple. I couldn't stand them. It was a short stint in Baldwin. Doug got me kicked out of my Soulard apartment. I'm in, I would say I'm in between houses at that point. So, luckily, um, had a, uh, a sponsor. I don't know if he wants to be named, so I'm just not getting it. Has a, uh, a complex, and, you know, I obviously paid the rent, but got me in there. Um, and I lived at the bottom floor. It was a three-tier building. We had, like, a, a concrete patio, and then above us, there were, like, little terrace patios. Um, and so right when Cucky the dwarf helped me move in our first night, so we got all this stuff moved in. You know, we're moving is, like, a whole-day process, so we enjoy a nice bowl of marijuana. We didn't do it inside. We did it on, like, our main patio, our base patio. And apparently it, like, trickled up to, like, the third power, the second patio. Um, and by the time we were able to... You know, wash our hands and and get the rental truck from the parking spot. There were cops at my door for weed smell. Well, luckily, we played it off. I'm like, dude, I just moved a bunch of stuff in here. Like, we haven't really had time to smoke any weed. I, you know, I I understand if they're mad, but like, we're we're just strictly moving stuff in. I gotta return this rental truck. 
So two weeks later, I this is when I worked at Billy G's as well. So I'm working weekends a lot. So Bart was a little puppy. He was in his cage, um, still crate training, doing that whole thing. So apparently he was barking. And I get home from an eight-hour shift, and there's a cop sitting outside of my door. And I was like, you know, can I help you or whatever? I just got home from work. And he proceeded to tell me that the upstairs neighbor called the cop for animal abuse because my dog was barking and making noises. Again, he was like six months old. If you've never heard a little puppy, it's like, it's not a dog. It's more like a whine kind of yelping. And yeah, they called the cops. Instead of coming down, knocking on the door, kind of seeing what it, and they called on the, for me on weed again the next week. And I, again, smoked it outside. It was a huge issue. Like people that called it, if you, they, they were so nervous about confrontation that just immediately their first reaction is to call cops. Dude, if I would have got my dog taken away from me or like arrested for a little bit of marijuana because you don't have the decency to just come down and be neighborly, it's a nonviolent issues like that probably could be ta- de- dealt with one on one. That is the most annoying type of people that just use the cops as a scapegoat for de- their insecurities. I was so pissed off. Only stayed there three months. Yeah, Chris. Chris, who I mentioned, was one of my favorite neighbors, but he did have two border collies. I remember. Yes. And, and they're active dogs. Yeah, and super he, active. He would go out and spend a lot of time with his girlfriend. And he'd be at her house, and I was going to bed at like ten o'clock. Cause I'm getting up at five o'clock in the morning. Um, and I couldn't sleep because those dogs, he would leave at like nine and I couldn't hear him in my living room. But as soon as I go in the bedroom, they're whimpering, they're whining and they're scratching on the uh, cage to get out. And I would actually call him. I'd say, dude, you got to come home and get them either take them to your girlfriend's house or something. Cause I cannot sleep. It's happening every night. And you know, he would usually, uh, take him with him after that and then sometimes he wouldn't i call him and i go dude I, I i hate to bug you because you're one of my my good friends i love you these dogs have got to get out of these cages man look and i i'm a i have three dogs but they're very well trained the only time they actually bark is if somebody's at the door um and that's it and i understand like how annoying it is but my main issue was maybe not the dog noise but like just be a neighbor you know just you know, knock on my door, you know, have a conversation with what's bugging you, what's bothering you. And then, you know, we don't have an issue. But the fact that like your first reaction was to call the cops. And so when we moved out, we had this huge ass sleeper couch. I'm telling you what, Iggy, it was a thousand pounds. It felt like, and we just laid it right in front of their fucking porch and just left. We were done. Now now I'll do my last one, which is this guy was, he, he came across as trying to be nice, but he was really just a dick. Um, he lived upstairs, Caddy Corner, again, not right above me. Um, but they were both just drunks. And they were both, he was probably 35, she was probably 50. But they were just do nothing but drink. And I think he would smoke pot too, and he's probably selling pot out of the place. Um, but all they would do is argue. Oh, God. And then, and then the cops Those would be called. Worst. And it was a lady who lived next to me who called the cops all the time. And uh, she called the cops on Chris because he was out playing Frisbee with his dog, not on the leash. <laughs> uh, she called the cops on him. She called the cops on everybody. Um, and it was like a show for us because you could hear him out there yelling. And you'd hear a glass go flying against the door and break. And I said, Awkward. I, would, I would go up to Chris's place and I say, because he lived next door to me. I said, come on down here I, the cops are coming you know that she's calling him again and we just sit down there and watch because the cops would come they go up there and he would say 
Uh, she tried to hit me again. He's just a loser. He threw something at me, and I tried to hit him, blah, blah. And they would just yell at each other and get him out of here. She'd kick him out of the house, and he would try to get back into the cops right there. And he finally, I got to the point where I didn't like him either because he accused me of calling the cops. I said, dude, I don't call him. I said, you know the lady downstairs calls. I said, I don't even hear you until I go outside to smoke. Then I hear you, and I know the cops are coming. I said, I don't watch. It's a show for me. Uh, but he had the worst dog ever. He had a, a mix between a pit bull and a boxer and a Rottweiler. I mean, it was just ugly. And this thing had drool coming out of its mouth all the time. And he'd walk right by me when I was outside to go take the dog. And the thing would, like, jump on me. And I would push it away. He goes, don't push my dog. I said, well, don't you put the thing on a, on a shorter leash and, and not so he can't run up and jump on my lap. The guy just scratched the hell out of my thigh. He's got slobber all over me. I don't like your dog. Don't ever push it again. I said, well, if it comes and jumps at me again, I'm going to punch it. Well, he had that dog out one time and it bit a neighbor. And that's how they got him kicked out. They bit a neighbor. They went up to his house and he, his the whole place was just smelling of pot smoke. Nice. But they got him out because uh, his dog bit a neighbor. But this guy was the worst. And then he accused me of calling the cops on his dog. And he's he, we're downstairs talking. He's up before he got kicked out. Yeah, you guys are all talking to Iggy like he's a nice guy. He called the cops on me. And I said, Billy, go fuck yourself. I didn't call no cops. You know who called the cops. I said, you're just a dick. Your dog's an ugly piece of shit. And your girlfriend's an alcoholic. Other than that, you guys are cool. He wanted to come down and beat my ass. He got right in front of my face. I said, come on, dude. I don't like to fight people, but are you going to do something? Let's go. And he walked away. But that was that was the worst neighbor. I was the happiest day of my life when he got kicked out. I've never called the cops in my life. No, I haven't either. I don't. I might have one time if somebody got hurt. I don't remember. I I've lived in so many places. If somebody heard somebody screaming or if somebody got hurt or something, I'd never call the I'd cops on a neighbor, though. I'd certainly call the though. cops on that. On a domestic Yeah, but I would, I would go up and I would just knock on the door if it was somebody like, Chris, we were good friends. I didn't call the cops on him. I said, you know, keep the dogs quiet, but I would never call the cops on anybody. We had, and this will be a quick one before we go. This is a bad one as well. We were in, um, off of Cleveland Avenue. We had a St. Louis ambush soccer player move in underneath of us. Slobo? Um, I, I don't know who it is. <laughs> I, I, I have I no idea what his name Slobo was. was it's retired been... by the time you were 10. <laughs> So he uh, he moved in. We tried to be friendly. Had a super cute dog. You know, we try to always be neighborly because we're loud sometimes. We do enjoy the occasional weed inside. So you always want to make sure you're overly friendly to avoid any issues like we had in Baldwin. But we would take our dogs. The problem with our, our area to where, like, there was walking area for our dog to poop was in the front of our apartment. Our dumpster was in the back alley and like it was it was a journey especially like in the early morning before work so we would double knot and double bag our poop bags and set them in like this big planter out in front of our patio so it's not even in front of anybody's door it's like in the side yard where our door is it's not even near his apartment and we would take them out that evening when we got home so we wouldn't have to do 20 trips to the dump it's just stupid so one time he just started flinging poop bags onto our, because we were in the top level, he was in the bottom level. So he was throwing poop bags onto our upper patio. And we got in this huge, like, two-week spat. Like, we were pissed. We were on edge. And so he was throwing this big party. It was like a Friday or Saturday. And we heard him talking shit about us, like, because obviously you could hear things. And dude... Before he even finished his sentence, Madison ran down the fucking stairs, knocked on his door, and dude just lit, she just lit him up. 
And, uh, yeah, that was the end of that. We did not hear from him again. Very silent. Walked in dogs. Strategically, when we were not around, it was done. But prompt to Madison. Dude, he was throwing poop bags on our damn porch. We took them out every single day. It's not like they were four or five days old. They were, I mean, they were there for two hours. So I was pissed. I don't know what has happened to our complex as far as people. Uh, I'm not saying bad people. When I first moved in, I was down on the other end with my big patio and no trees and uh, had great neighbors and people I didn't know. But, I mean, I would, like, be in my bedroom and either be in the morning or come home from work, afternoon, whatever. And there was this girl that lived, like, right crossed where I could see through my bedroom window. And she'd always come outside to smoke. But she'd come outside to smoke on a tube top and a thong. Nice. And I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, every day she would just, like, stand out there. I guess because there's a wooden fence there, but it's not yeah. there's other people can see around your fence, not just me, but people next door can see you. Um, and she just stand out there and smoke in a thong. And then I had people where I'm living now in the grass area where I'm living now. I'd be out on my patio down there and girls in the, in the spring and summer would be throw a towel out there and they'd be laying out with their tops unbuckled, un, unsnapped and thongs Damn. on. I'm like. God, I'm look. I'm seeing ass everywhere. I had the lesbians that lived next door to me. They were very friendly, but they, you could see them on their patio making out and having parties and girls making out. And now this is the greatest thing ever. I haven't seen that in years. It's like you're like, you know, in the county, and or you're now in the city, and you used to be living in the county. Yeah, <laughs> like, it was like an everyday occurrence. Day, I had yeah. This going on every day, and I was like, now I got nothing. I don't know what's going on, but uh, obviously the best neighbors were the Asians because I made out like a bandit when they left. Yeah, and look at this 21 minutes redemption story here for Iggy and Plus. I thought it was a good time. On a Friday. I No, I love it. I, I've lived in so many apartments. I have, I mean, I backburned like eight stories. I mean, I have so many from neighbors, good and bad. Oh, I mean, I've had so many. I mean, is the music playing? No, oh, we don't have music here. No, gonna, I'm going to pipe that in. It in. I don't have headsets post, on today. We're, we're, in in a, we're in a different studio again, but this will not have the three, two, one. I will do post. Uh, show editing and put it up. It's a great thing about Hubbard. We if if ours isn't working, there's like nine podcast studios. We just pick and one. It's easy to set up and use. So appreciate Hubbard. Yeah, I had one uh, at the old place uh, before I moved to Springfield. I was living here before Springfield, uh, across which is now Bennington Heights. At the time, I think it was uh, West Point. I think it was called. And my downstairs neighbor was Debbie, and she was a bartender at um, the Brew House right across the street. Yeah. And we got to be really great friends. And she had the biggest dick boyfriend. This guy was just a tool. Um, was not friendly, scrawny little fuck. And he was so jealous because he would be somewhere and uh, Debbie would be upstairs on my patio, sitting outside having a beer. What are you doing up there? Having a beer with Kenny. You're trying to fuck her, aren't you? I said, dude, what is your problem, man? I said, Debbie, how do you put up with this guy? She goes, I'll be down in a minute. And she would just like... Beg, you know, okay, I'm, I'm fine. I'm, I'm not going to do anything. What do you put up with this guy? And she was such a sweetheart. And I thought if she'd have left him, I'd have had a shot. Because, but, oh God, he was like, I'm fighting you. I'm kicking your ass, dude. I said, dude, you couldn't kick my 10-year-old nephew's ass. Look at your fucking scrawny ass. I said, but you, what are you doing to this girl? She's such a sweetheart. She's not cheating on you. Why don't you treat her like a woman and quit, quit being a dick? Yeah. So anyway, she never did leave the guy, but uh, that was another good neighbor. But we could go on for hours, but we're not because it's Friday and uh, we got things to do. All right. Hope you enjoyed that topic. Um, what up, Lex? Hope you enjoyed that. I'd love to see Lex call on Monday and bitch about this topic. 
He'll, he'll turn, he'll turn good, it into me. One. He'll turn into, oh, yeah, it was a great topic, but Iggy told all the stories were 10 minutes long and probably got like two seconds longer. in. Yeah, we've got a few stories. He said mine were longer. All right. Anyway, everybody, thanks for joining us on Pepper and Jeannie. Have a great weekend. Uh, it's supposed to be fairly nice, uh, not too hot. So uh, enjoy the weekend. We'll talk to you Monday right here. Pepper and Jeannie, Iggy, Plowsy, Hubbard Radio, STL, TMA. Talk to you Monday.